Hi there, I'm Janet Quinlan, and this is Finding Joy in Motherhood, the podcast for women who are looking for practical tools and words of encouragement to create an orderly, joyful, faith and virtue-driven home. I'll share tips to create mindset shifts that change the way you discipline your children, love your husband, and enjoy your day. This podcast is about coaching women to be the best woman God is calling her to be. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome to episode number 199, Sibling Rivalry. So do your children struggle with sibling rivalry? I want to get clear first on a definition so that we all understand what it means. Sibling rivalry is a jealousy or competition or fighting between brothers and sisters. Some experts say that sibling rivalry comes from children competing for their parents' love. Or maybe it's the children's goal to get their parents' attention. Whether it's about love or attention, it's ultimately about competition, about children wanting to be preferred, wanting to be right, wanting to be the boss. When we have more than one child or maybe many children, we're actually setting up for them their first peer group where they learn things like how to communicate, how to share, how to resolve conflict, how to be empathetic and kind, and how to be generous and patient, among many other virtues. And I think that many parents don't understand that. They don't see this group of children, siblings, no matter how small or how big, as their children's first peers. Parents don't understand that this is a convenient way for them, as the parents, to teach their children virtues and good social skills. And when the children are fighting or arguing, they think their children just don't get along, or their personalities are so different they can't get along. Not true. They don't get along because there aren't expectations that they will or should get along. If we don't make reasonable demands on their behavior in this first peer group with their siblings, they're going to have trouble getting along with others as well. So, the biggest way we reduce sibling rivalry is to teach our children how to get along. First, in creating and communicating our expectations of behavior and respect. How do they speak to each other? What tone do they use? Are they speaking respectfully to each other? How do they treat each other? Do we teach them to treat each other with empathy for their siblings and for others? And maybe for curiosity rather than impatience when their brother or sister behaves in a way that they don't like. In this peer group of siblings, we help them see the gifts and talents they have and learn to appreciate the gifts and talents their siblings have without a sense of pride nor competition. We teach them to stop comparing themselves. And we do that by saying, hey, God gave all of us different gifts and talents. It's up to us to discover our gifts and talents and really live them. Now, you can say all of this to your children in language that they understand at their age level, but it is so important to help children see that if everyone were the same, if we all had the same gifts and talents, we'd have a very boring world. 
We want them to appreciate and respect and like the gifts and talents of their siblings while they also recognize the ones that they have. In teaching our children how to get along, we teach them how to resolve conflict, how to listen to each other and work together to find a solution. If we want a home without sibling rivalry, we need to have a balance of attention and affection with each of our children. They need to see us love each of them for who they are without comparing them to each other. And sometimes this can be difficult when you have a difficult child. When you have a child who seems to get in conflicts more often with you or with others, and you have to correct him or her more, the other children still see that uh, Johnny is getting more attention than they are, even though it's negative attention. Remember, children want our attention, and they'll seek it either in a positive or negative way. On the other side of that coin is Johnny getting so much negative attention that he doesn't get the positive attention he sees his siblings get, which can stir sibling rivalry and probably make him act out more. So try to give Johnny proactive, positive attention so that he senses your connection and love and feels maybe more inclined to stop seeking your attention in negative ways. It's important to note that sometimes we unknowingly encourage sibling rivalry. I remember when I brought our fifth child home. And when I was coming home from the hospital, we came into the family room, me carrying the little baby. And number four looked at us and ran to the other side of the room and went face down onto the carpet and cried. And I just... It it was such a tender, sweet moment, but it also, of course, broke my heart. So I immediately called him over to me and had him sit with me and had him get to know his new sibling because I realized that he thought there was a new baby in town and he was out, which of course wasn't true. So we have to be very careful about understanding our children's feelings from their perspective. We also can't compare our children, not even in our minds, not even with our spouse. And we certainly can't speak about our kids to others, comparing them to the rest of their siblings. For instance, Johnny is the athletic one, or Mary is just so smart. When we label our children with a particular gift or talent, two things happen. First, we limit their growth in other areas. They think, because they've heard it from us, that they're smart. End of story. There's nothing else to discover here. We don't want to do that to our children. We want our children to find all of their talents. And the second thing that we do is we inadvertently tell the other children, you're not the smart one. You're not very athletic. Now, it's not what we've said, but it is the way our children interpret it. So be very careful about how you speak to your children about them, and how you speak about your children to others. Children hear. And sometimes, some of your friends may say to your child, oh yeah, you're the athletic one, right? We don't want to hear that. Or, oh yeah, I heard your brother is really athletic. And your child's like, wait, didn't she say I was athletic too? Children are less likely to fight in sibling rivalry if they feel you appreciate each of them as individuals, 
and all that they can bring to the world. Obviously, no favoritism. Now, I want to tell you that I do understand that you may have a child that you seem to have more in common with or get along with better. Maybe your personalities are similar. But be very careful that you treat all your children the same way. Especially avoid phrases like, I wish you were more like your brother. Or, how come you can't behave like your sister behaves? How come you can't follow the rules like everyone else can follow the rules? Be very careful about what you say. Think before you say anything. Birth order or family dynamics can also contribute to sibling rivalry. So make sure that you don't put an older child in an authoritative position with younger children unless you clearly state they are in a particular role for a short amount of time. Like you're the babysitter now, okay? So when your children are older and you want to leave them, you put them in charge. You are the babysitter now and you tell the other children that Mary is now the babysitter and she's in charge. And with the other children listening, you turn to Mary and you say, I know that you're going to be very responsible with this role and you're going to treat everyone kindly and lovingly. And if you hear that an older child is bossing the others around, first I would ask why they said whatever they said and listen to what they're saying. Try to hear the feelings behind the words. Let the child who's bossing around know that that's not the way to solve the problem and ask what they think would be a better way to solve the problem and maybe ask what do you think consequences ought to be. We have grandchildren. Some of the grandchildren boss the other grandchildren around. It is pretty much inevitable. And what do I say to them? Hey, I'm the grandma. I'm the boss. And everybody knows that. (laughs) In fact, when they come over, they will say sometimes to my husband, grandma's the boss here. (laughs) And he'll be like, yeah, you don't know the half of it. (laughs) Anyway, make, make it clear to your children who the boss is and who the boss is not. All right, planned family time is really an important way to fill your children's bucket with good family bonding. When you do this, you're there to navigate your children's behavior. You can keep an eye on the tone and make sure the conversation is positive. But the family time together, where it's family dinners or playing board games or going to the park, anything that you do together as a family creates positive shared memories. And my children are in their 30s, most of them, and they still talk about family bonding times, things that really brought them close together as kids. These moments give children less incentive to pick fights with each other and give them an opportunity to spend more time with you. When we create more positive experiences as a family together, When we have high expectations for our children in the way they treat each other, the children do respond. If there is a problem, if there is a conflict between two of your children or more, whatever you do, don't take sides. You might think you heard or saw what started the argument, but if you didn't witness it, be careful about placing judgment. You may also think that it's so-and-so's problem because he's always the one stirring it up, But I've spoken to a lot of moms who realize that the one 
who reacts is not the one stirring it up. It's often the quiet one who starts things going and then the emotional one reacts and hits somebody. And you think it's all about that one, but really it started long before that child responded. Instead, once everyone is calm, listen to each other's version of what happened and encourage them to tell the other how they're feeling about the other's actions. How did that make you feel? And then make sure that they listen to each other. They respect each other and listen to each other. And if they interrupt, they lose their turn to tell their story. Then ask each of them how to best solve the problem. I often let the younger child go first so they don't feel intimidated by the older one because of their birth order. So ask the younger one, how do you think we can solve this problem? And then ask the older one, what do you think? And then kind of step back and say, okay, you guys have heard each other. How do you want to solve this problem? Make sure that the older one doesn't quietly intimidate the younger one to get his way. Finally, I hear so often that sibling rivalry is just a thing and can't be stopped. Or as I said before, my children just don't get along. Once we decide those are facts, we do nothing to change them. Your children arguing or not getting along doesn't have to be a fact. It's true that in all relationships, there will be bumps in the road, for sure. But if you have a hostile environment in your home because children aren't getting along with each other or they're jealous of each other, make the decision that you're going to change that. Now, as with everything, it starts with you and your husband modeling acceptance and love between the two of you. Then embrace each child with all their gifts and talents and strengths and weaknesses so that they feel accepted, loved, and cherished by you while you challenge them to love their siblings in the same way. If you're looking for help in teaching your children how to get along, how to be kind, how to listen the first time so that you can actually enjoy motherhood, make sure you get on my waitlist for my parenting course, Virtue-Based Parenting. Enrollment will open again at the end of January. So go to JanetQuinlan.com forward slash parenting waitlist, all one word. JanetQuinlan.com forward slash parenting waitlist. Get on my email list and you'll get all the details when I open enrollment. All right, everyone. Have a great week. Take care. Do you have a life coach who helps you be the woman you want to be? The woman God has called you to be? Who helps you sort through your marriage or parenting difficulties and helps you create the mindset you need to embrace your vocation with joy and gratitude? If you're looking for a coach, I would be so honored to help you. Email me at janet at findingjoyinmotherhood.com.